Hey, hey, everybody. It's your girl, Storytime Miss Ty on Dead. And it's your girl, Psychics Anonymous. She's still anonymous. anonymous. I don't know. And together we are your, your favorite besties. besties. Our cornball bestie over I here. Know, she right? already grinning and he hearing and the story ain't even started yet. It's, and it's not a funny story either. I was just in my was mind saying, about something else. And for the record, I don't even have a clue what this story is about. You ain't gonna like this one. You, you guys not gonna like this one either. It's sad, actually. Well, before we get into something sad, let's get into something happy and positive. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. First off, if you would like to sponsor this podcast, oh, well, we can do that too. That's not what I was going to say, but if you guys, go ahead. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast, you can sponsor us right here at anger.fm forward slash psychics anonymous. Come on over and sponsor from your heart. If you would like to take the intimate approach and, or give a one time uh, blessing, you can reach us at Cash App, dollar sign, type in your favorite besties. So what I was going to say is beautiful, good news to start off positive. If you have not been told I love you this morning, night, or evening, we love you. We love you. We love you lots, okay? So keep doing you and living your best, living your greatest version of yourself. All right. With that being said, Anonymous, what do we have on deck today? Okay. Heartless teen, 19, stomped his mom's pet chihuahua named Coco to death in front of her, then threatened to torch the home. (gasps) Oh, God, what a little bastard. He, 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 he would have been torched to, to death? death right in front of his mouth. I might have to disown his ass right there. Um, and then threaten to torch the home. Yeah, I'm, I might have to disown I would probably him torch right him. there. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to pray about that. But yeah, this is a, a whole hot Especially mess. Especially when you can commit such vicious violence like that against an animal for when, without any regard. Like, mm-hmm. why did he do something like that? Mental illness is probably at play here. That's not Now, really. a lot of times we don't like that term thrown around, but I'm, I'm telling you guys, the truth of the matter is there's a lot of people that are undiagnosed out there. Yeah. Either because they don't have the insurance, they've never quite been properly tested, or whatever reason, but there are a lot of people walking amongst us yeah. who are undiagnosed. That's true. That's you know, true. and then when something happens, you say, wow, why did this happen? It had been stewing, sis. It had been brewing for a long yeah. time. Yep, that's true. Anyway, so it can be scary out there though, y'all. This is horrible. It says a teen is accused of stomping his mother's pet chihuahua to death in front of her before threatening to set her home on fire. Cops say mm. Shaquem Bazden, 19, picked the little corpse uh, and fled with the and fled the Massachusetts home, according to the Metro. It says Bazden bolted before police arrived Monday, but was arrested that evening. When officers arrived on scene, the witness informed officers that she observed. The family dog Coco, a chihuahua being stomped on numerous times by Basin. Um, the teen suspect was taken to the hospital before being booked at the Weymouth Police Department. He was charged with malicious killing of a, of a domestic animal, threat to commit a crime, and vandalism to the property. Basin was held in jail. Oh, excuse me. Basin was held overnight in jail. Basin was held without bail. So why was so, he taken to the hospital? I know the article doesn't say why. So his, but he must well, have been yes, bruised his in some way. Was, was hurt. why from from? Well, I don't know. Maybe he was bleeding in some way. I don't or know. was did the, the police brutalize him when they got there? More right than because the case. they right because what was he taken to the hospital? Exactly. It says he beat the dog. So if he beat the dog, who beat him? It says not he his kicked mama. the dog to death. So okay, so if maybe he the dog ankle, I say rock with your your hurt ankle because you was vicious and violent. Maybe the dog bit him. But however, this is a very sad story. And then on top of that, for the mother to be. Um, and fear for her life from her own child. That's disgusting within itself. Yes, that's a whole nother For him to thing. be so 
heartless as to that's a whole kill his mother's dog right in front of her and then threaten to burn up the home. I mean, what a little bastard! Why did he do something like that? I don't know. This is yeah, mental illness is something else. But I don't know. I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine. I I I have no idea how it would be in that predicament. I know that I would be fighting demons, so to speak. You know, in your head, Mm -hmm. how you got the good cop, the bad cop on your shoulder, Mm -hmm. because the good cop say that's blood of blood, flesh of flesh. You love them and you want to. Try to preserve and get them any kind of help they need. You know, they came out of you. You gave them, you helped to give them life and everything else like that. And the other, the other thing, sitting on the other thing, you can turn somebody else all together. Oh, okay, okay, you gonna kill my little dog, huh? Mm-hmm. My dad was my family. You know, kill my little baby because you know it brought me happiness. Right. So you did. You, my baby had to die because you wanted to hurt me. That makes no okay. sense. I mean, okay. And you're threatening to kill me too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I see. Balance. It's either you or me. You know what I mean? Do you have to start? That stuff goes in your head too. I don't know. But, you know, if it's a family home, she probably can't just up and move like that. Because I, I probably would want nothing else to do with him ever again. But this incarnation, you're going to write the rest of it out without me. Mm-hmm. That was a very vicious, violent thing. It do. was. It was. Uh, uh, you, know? you know, sometimes you see things like this or you read them and you just have no words. Or you're at a loss for words. Like, what the heck? Sometimes you got to let a person be and leave their ass alone when they act like that. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm willing to bet? This is not his first time doing something like that. I doubt it. I this doubt is not his first, first time, time acting violently mm-hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. Because let me tell you guys something. By the time a person gets, a, a, what is it called? Um, I don't know what word I'm looking for. But by the time they get courageous enough to threaten to hurt their parent, oh, they done already did some stuff. Mm-hmm. They've already did something. And, you know, I, a lot of times I want to say this. Some, in, in the black community, unfortunately, I think that we have a way of coddling our children when we know that something's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen a lot of cases, a person, you know that something's mentally ill with them and the family won't admit it. Right. They'll say, oh, ain't nothing wrong with him. You know he just a little special. You know he just a little, but ain't nothing wrong with him when it's downplayed or minimized, when in reality, yes, it is. Right, yes, it is. He's a whole mental illness mental is not case. a joke. You know, the whole thing, yeah, it's not, especially people go um, undiagnosed with um, very serious mental uh, uh, disorders and mm-hmm. uh, things like schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Even somebody bipolar can be an extremist. Oh, okay? they are extremists. They can be extremely happy, they can be extremely sad, or extremely violent, that too. depending on mm-hmm. where their energy is taking them at that time. Right. So, you know, with that being said, it's a little bit scary, you know, if, if a parent already knows of a pre-existing, pre-existing condition mm-hmm. and they do nothing to uh, kind of stop it or prepare the public for any potential outcomes, you know, that we may have to encounter mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think that for a lot of parents, they look the other way, not just black parents, but all parents, um, not all parents, but all race of parents, whatever. They look the other way because they don't want to say that, you know, they don't want to admit that something is actually wrong with their child. But the fact of the matter, it is like, uh, let me see, Jeffrey Dahmer, his story, when he was uh, a younger man, he used to kill animals. Now, his parents knew about this. His father, I remember he was giving an interview on Oprah, and he was saying that he knew about it, but he just didn't want to accept or believe that something was wrong, so wrong with him. But here's the whole thing. If you're killing animals, mm-hmm. something's wrong. Yeah. If, if what you find pleasurable to do in your pastime is to inflict hurt and pain unto another living being, then something's wrong. Yeah. There's definitely a, all kind of That's big, a big red there. flag sign. Red flags, red umbrellas, red street paint, <laughs> red rose. Uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> 
happened out of it. No, for real. But no, it but it's, it's all of that. And I think that ignoring uh, different signs like that is not healthy. We're not helping. You're not helping no family member when you do that. You're not. Here. Let's just be completely You're actually clear. depriving them of help. You know, you're crippling them. You're not helping them and you're making the public, you know, you're putting everybody else in a greater uh, danger than what's necessary because you are completely invested in, oh, the whole protection shield. Right. You know what That's I mean? what I'm saying. People choose to protect their family because even to the, the very bitter end, I remember Jeffrey Dahmer's parents were still with him. Well, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I understand that was... them being with him because if that nobody else is, whether he be a serial killer or not, if nobody else brought him here, y'all did. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's y'all blood of blood, flesh of flesh. But so... I also think that they knew that they were, they were, they had to know at some point that they were somewhat responsible for enabling him to to do certain things to get away with it. Like case in point, the minute that it was found out that he was killing, uh, the you know, small animals, dogs and cats and stuff like that, and burying them or putting them in suitcases and all that, he should have went to uh, what is it called a, a counselor or shrink stat. Right, right. Stat. And they had, and it should have been an emergency. And they were in a more fortunate position than some of the other families that Absolutely. suffered mental illness because they had the financial means to actually put him there mm-hmm. and to have him in some of the best conditions. While he, you know, reevaluates and understands. The difference between hey this is not a healthy normal thought okay? right even if you think this you don't act on it here's why mm-hmm. you don't want to harm an innocent animal it's not a healthy thing to do right you don't want to harm another human being that's right. not a healthy thing to do absolutely he actually had the means his family rather had the means to actually get him realistic help mm-hmm. you know but because they wanted to uh, you know turn the other cheek and play as if they did not see they wanted it. to say nothing was wrong with him he was fine yeah they have and, and i'm sure at some point because i remember watching a documentary about um that story and um, I'm sure at some time they 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 did regret that they didn't take any action sooner you mm-hmm. know yeah so that turned I out I think his real mother thing. spoke about that before uh-huh. um and you know the father he was he just I don't know his position was just kind of like he felt helpless mm-hmm. like he didn't know what to do to help him yeah you know because ultimately sometimes when a child is like that it's like there's no rhyme or reason it may not even have to be anything that you did wrong as a parent it's just that's who they are and you're discovering that that's who they are and it scares the hell out of you yeah yeah really you know yeah you decide you discover that as an adult oh my god how did you turn to be this awful person mm-hmm. did, were we, did were we really like that or was you just on your own path the whole time and we yeah. didn't realize that yeah because that's the real thing that happens too that's Sometimes true i know people that have the very best of parents you like dang mm-hmm. you know they parent you had all that support all that quote unquote love in one way or another and and stability and how you turn out like that and you got people who done you know been raised in way different polar opposite situations and they turn out to be great scholars absolutely you know Mm -hmm. so I I mean everybody has their own challenges and you know while wealth can make the situation better it ain't gonna change the narrative of the human being nope not at all so you know that's the the character of the Mm -hmm. person you know so I I get that part too anonymous um that's it I say light, light and love to the poor furry baby family member for his mom. Coco, uh, rest yeah, in for Coco. Peace. Right, Coco didn't deserve that, and I know that that is extremely traumatizing to the mom. So light and love to her as well. Right, she. I know that had to be a, just a nightmare come true yeah. for her to see that. And then coming from her own baby, her and own baby kills her. To see that he was know. a complete monster in that moment. Right, I know that was a hard pill to swallow. I, yeah, I'm sure it's probably really devastating but that's another reason why people start saying when your kids get a certain age get rid of them 
Well, yeah. So they don't traumatize your life experience. <laughs> no, I know why people say that. So they don't come traumatizing you, trying to push their beliefs on you. Or who knows why he kicked the hell out of Coco? Why did you want to use her car? And she said no. Or was it something more? Can you let someone live in her house? And she said, I don't want you here. Well, or you well, need to get been. out there and get a job and get stable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, because you know how anytime, not anytime, but sometimes when people are trying to direct their kids and give them the right point of action, they don't talk as freely as they want to. Right. You might, the, the, the younger generation might not like the tone of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to shut you up or to try to get some, some leverage or play in the playing field, they just turn around and wild out. Some mm-hmm. of them like he did. Right. You know, it could have been a situation like that. But anyways, um, Anonymous, did you go ahead and let them know where they can find us? I did. Oh, let them know where they can send us fan mail or show ideas. Fan mail or show ideas, go ahead and dance on over to your favorite besties13 at gmail.com and we'd love to see you there. Mm-hmm. Alright, so we don't wrap this all up like a Twizzler. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. Until next time, you guys have been rocking with your, your favorite, favorite besties. besties. Bye. Bye.